0: well here we are vision sunday here we are about to embark on a brand new journey uh lots of new things going on lots of changes happening uh and uh if you if you're like me you don't really like change then like me we're gonna have to get used to it (laughs) julie loves change she changes so many things all the time and uh yeah. You know, anyway, so we won't get that. But uh, lots of changes going on. Listen, if if you love God uh, and you are, you are a Christian, everything is about to change. All this this God is God is change. I mean, it says that he God never changes because he's always doing a new thing. All right. <laughs> He's always doing a new thing. That's why he never changes. So his, 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 uh, his nature is to take us further. His nature is to break us out of that comfort zone. Because you know, everyone, wants, everyone likes a little bit of comfort. But it, that's okay for a while. But God doesn't want us to get so comfortable, that's that's it, we, put, we kick up our feet and uh, we just stay in that place. God says, I've got way more for you. I've got way more for you to do. I know what else you can achieve. Sometimes they think, man, I could never achieve you know, what I just achieved. And God says, well, that's nothing yet because I've got so much more for you. And so I, that's what I really, uh, as I... As I want to share uh, the vision for Forever House for this next 12 months, uh, there is such, such a, uh, an anointing, I believe, on this year uh, for a year of change, that God is, is stretching us to whole new levels. Things that, one of the words that the Lord spoke to me about at the beginning of this year, and uh, it's come so real, uh, is about that you'll be doing things you never thought you'd be doing things you never thought you'd be doing. We never thought with that we'd be pastoring a church for 12 months, okay? We never thought we'd be doing so many things that we've already had to deal with and had to do. And it was just the first few weeks of, of uh, January. Now we understand we've still got a whole year to go. And so God is saying that He's trying to stretch us because He knows us. He knows who we are. He knows what we can do. He knows how much we can handle. And, uh, and so I want to just share just a little bit uh about, uh, pretty well just about Julie and I and about uh, who, who we have been ordained with because, because you, know, y- you know, this church is not just a little church, you know, stuck out in, in uh, Cooper's Plain somewhere. You guys are connected and so you need to know where you come from. It's always good to know where you come from so that you know you're connected, so that you, can, you know that there's more, you know, behind us sort of thing. And so I just want to share this. Forever House is a Christian international aligned church. And I'll, I'll get more into, into Christian international. But this church was born out of a prophetic word or prophetic words, actually. There was a number of them that were spoken over Julia and myself around 15 to 20 years ago. Uh, and um, because, because we are uh, Bishop Hammond's representatives here in Australia and New Zealand, um... Uh- there's going to be some anointings that will flow down from bishop hammond and from christian international because of the mere fact that we're part of this that this church was birthed out of those prophetic words the words that we had over our lives were about uh bishop even speaking about what they have in in uh, florida you'll have in australia you know the 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 teaching houses the, the the teaching courses the churches all those sorts of things and so you've got to Understand that this isn't just something that just happened. It was already spoken about. It was already created. God had already spoken it out through the mouths of the prophets. And this is a prophetic apostolic church. And we've got to understand that we don't just do prophetic apostolic things. When when a prophetic apostolic church is also moving in teaching, they're also moving in evangelism. They're also moving in the pastoral. So that's what you understand that we are part of a five-fold ministry and. Not Pointing. And and listen, it's about teams that we are a team. Even the fivefold ministry work as a team, and so what we're about. Is that yes? We will, we will, we will, you know, preach and prophesy. We'll do that, but we will also raise up you guys. Anyone who wants to preach, prophesy, anyone who wants to do that, we'll teach you. That's that's pretty well what we've been doing for the last twenty five years. We have gone into so many different types of churches, Church of Christ and Baptists and Uniting and, and and all sorts of churches. And we've taught them how to prophesy. We've taught them how to hear the voice of God. We've taught them how to move in the spirit so our our job is to teach to train to activate you and uh, that has never changed but now that we are the senior pastors we're going to have probably more of a hands-on more of a uh, uh, an understanding of what is going on and we want to see you guys moving powerfully we want to see you guys hearing the voice of God so that I mean, we'll, we'll always still, we still love you and we'll still be there. But isn't it better when you hear the voice of God and you just do what God's talking to you about, what he's, what is moving? You know, and, and of course, anything major, there's two or three witnesses. You gotta, there's got to be a confirmation of what's going on uh, for those major things. So So you're connected. Uh, from the head down to the rest of the church. We're, we're, like I said, we're not just a little church tucked away in Cooper's Plains. You have very strong affiliations and connections that go directly to Dr. Bill Hammond himself. We are directly connected to over 65 years of prophetic ministry. Uh, and just recently in a Charisma magazine, they uh, 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 accredited Dr. Bill Hammond as the uh, as, as the... Uh, modern day, uh, sorry, let me, i just read my notes here, I'll get, get it right, uh, as the pioneer of the modern day prophetic movement. Right. Um, and so 65 years, if you take, go back 65 years, uh, prophecy was just something just thought of, or, and, and most of the time it wasn't even uh, um, accepted. And so now we understand it's still a little bit, you know, hesitant in some churches. But I tell you what, more and more now we understand that there is a prophetic movement, that God is raising up a prophetic generation that wants to see and to hear and will flow with the heart of God. Come on. And so now we understand that this now, we we are connected into 65 years of that. Come on. Some of us aren't 65 yet, but... Some of us are, all right. (laughs) (laughs) But when you have a look at that, uh, he oversees, Dr. Bill Hammond oversees a thriving network of over 3,000 churches and ministers around the world. He was married for 59 years before Mum Hammond passed away about five years ago. So you're talking about longevity. You're talking about marriage. You're talking about families. And, and, and when we talk about families, he's, he's got 11 grandchildren, uh, 11 grandchildren and 19 great-grandchildren. So, so you're connected to family ministry. And, uh, and, and I was just talking with mom and dad this morning. See, there's four generations of, of Baileys here. There's four, well, four generations of the family um, in, in this church. So it's by no coincidence that, that there's longevity. And mom and dad were just saying that they just uh, had their 62nd wedding anniversary just, just yesterday, was it? <laughs> 62 years. Um, yeah, so, so again this isn't this isn't just something that is just uh, you know flippant we believe that god wants to have our marriages last forever come on that that our our vows are Uh, forever that we love each other forever so it's not just marriage but it's in the family that we start to see the generations being blessed even more and more and more so you see that we're connected with this i just wanted to let you know to let you know that you're not an isolated little group of people that we are connected to thousands of churches and tens of thousands of other people who have a common thread that runs through uh, Christian International, that runs through the people we minister to, the places that we go. Come on, we we always brag about you guys. Every place we go, we're talking about these amazing people at Forever Church. Come on, Forever House. You guys are amazing. Every time we come back, we just see such faithful, faithful people. We love you guys so much. And now we get to you know to journey even closer together as your senior pastor. So I just wanted to let you know that that you know who you're connected with here. Everyone, everyone is good. Everyone's good? Everyone's awake everyone's thinking about this everyone's going wow okay i didn't know that uh, so so the vision I've actually having said all that you know i want to cast the vision now and so on a recent uh, uh retreat pastors brad and sarah and, the and some of the leadership team got together and they spent some time with the Lord getting the vision for 2020 uh, for Forever House. And uh, and since then, Julie and I, we've had a look at that. We've gone over that. We believe that this is uh, the, the vision for Forever House that the Lord has given to them. We, uh, we agree with it. Uh, we are excited about that and uh, also excited about what he's about to do, not just vision-wise, but also with the people, with the church. As we're moving together, we're moving together as a team listen we julie and i can't do this together just as brad and sarah couldn't do it together so we're building teams right now it's teamwork that is going to help this uh, church move ahead so the vision for, for forever house this year has to do with the rock uh, the river and the road okay so it's sort of like rock paper scissors <laughs> no not really but yeah i just so i just wrote that in <laughs> um so, yeah, and this comes from Psalm 23, and, uh, you know, you can read that later on, but this, the rock, the river, and the road, uh, so it's staying with the same theme, uh, Yeah, well, forever, forever changed, forever loved, and forever called. So, if we can have, we got the first slide up there. So, the rock, so we are, we are forever changed because of the rock, okay. So Jesus is our rock. He is our sure foundation. He is uh, the cornerstone of everything. We sang that song this morning about cornerstone. Everything we build, He is in the foundation. Everything we do is because of our love and our commitment and because of what He did for our lives. We just took communion. We are honoring uh, uh, Jesus for what He did. We're thanking God for Him sending His Son for us. That is our rock. We are forever change we can never ever go back come on we can never go back to the old person we can never go back to the old lifestyle that we used to have it's it is no more it is finished it's gone so we see here that the word the bible is our truth you shall know the truth and the truth will set you free we'll be speakers of the truth in forever house and we have been all the time So forever house will become more entrenched in the Word of God as we pursue Him more. We want to pursue our God more. Come on, the Word. Everything is is about the Word. You cannot just rely on what people say, even what people say on on the Internet, on Facebook, uh, on on Instagram, or anything like that. You get back to what the Word says. Because I tell you what, the the enemy is very subtle in how he does things and how he just twists and changes things or brings a difference slant on it we got to get back to what the word says because that will set us free this this world uh, anyway so anyway so the more the more resistance we face the more resolute in our faith that we will become just like uh um, exercising our our muscles come on the resistance makes our muscles stronger and they're able to function better so too this church there's going to be some resistance on what the enemy is trying to to, to, uh, to batter us and hold us back. But I tell you what, that's just going to make us more resolute. That's just going to throw more, more you know, wood in the fire. That's going to take us even higher. And, and uh, he will rue the day that he tried to stop you. Come on, that he tried to stop forever house. He'll rue the day because it's like whatever, God, whatever comes against God in one way, it's going to flee seven ways. Come on, because God is fought, fighting for you. Come on, God loves you. He's fighting for you. He's on your side. So, instead of compromising the word of God, we may change our method of presenting the gospel, but we will never ever consider watering down the biblical ethics, the values, or the message of the cross of Jesus Christ. We are building a strong word-based church Uh, that will be grounded in the word you'll come on you you might you'll be you'll be sure of your foundation that's that's what i'm saying you're going to be sure of your foundation and you're going to have a depth of faith and you will be unshakable and you will be immovable amen You're going to be unshakable and immovable. There's a lot of stuff happening in the world today. But I tell you what, when our our focus and our trust is in God, that's when you are unshakable. That's when you will not be moved. Come on. That's, that's a good time not to be moved. I'm not going to be moved. And, and why? Because then people can see that you're immovable with all the turmoil, with all the stuff that's going on in your life. You're going to stand strong. People will come to you and say, well, how come? How come you're doing this? How can you do this? I know what's going on in your life. How can you be so calm? Because we have a trust and a faith in our God, that He is leading us. He is our foundation. He is our rock. And so... Forever House will continue to build a strong, united church family that is filled with faith and hope and love. And like I said, we've got four generations. Come on, we're we're believing for even a greater flow, a greater anointing. And thank you, worship team, for taking us in a little bit deeper. Come on, just a little bit deeper than we've been in the past. It was just enough. It was just enough to whet our appetite. It was just enough to say, hello, have a little peek in there. It's like, "Whoa, I like that. It's like, whoa, I, I want to go back. <laughs> and, and we will. You know, there, there, is a, there is a flow that God has. And, and so it takes us to the next slide, which is the river. The river equals forever love, that we are forever love. The Bible tells us that God is love. God is love. He loves you. He loves me. He loves, you know, that's that's His nature. His desire is that, that we have an intimacy with Him. The book of Revelation tells us of a river that comes from the throne room of God. And I just want to I want to read this because I think it's very, it's very uh, apt, I believe, of where we are right now and where God is taking us. So Revelation 22 verses 1 and 2 says, Then the angel showed me a river of, of the water of life. This is a water of life. This isn't just any river. This is not just the Brisbane River. I mean, you look at it and you think, Does it, can anything live from... Anyway, so... So this is a river. This is a river of life. I believe that there is life that will flow out of forever house. Come on, there's a river that is here that people will come and say, "I want a taste of this. I want to. I want. I want this. I want this river. I want this water. What are you got? What are you guys drinking?" (laughs) And so there is a there's life that comes out of this river, and it says it's as clear as crystal. So we know it's not the Brisbane River straight away. There, having. (laughs) having to flow from the throne of God and of the Lamb. See, there has to be a place. Where does it come from? Everything comes from God. God is the giver of all good things. Come on, it flows from Him. We go to Him. He is the author and the finisher of our life. We go to Him. It's it's from Him that we draw everything from. And then it says, Down the middle of the great uh, street of the city, there is uh, on each side of the river stood trees, the trees of life, and bearing 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month, and the leaves of the trees are for the healing of the nations. So I believe this year that we are building a stronger flow of the river of God through worship, (coughs) through our love of God. People will want to come and taste, like I said, and then we're going to start to see there's such a, a, a prophetic a presence that, that will be in the house. Come on. And I believe this is part of the worship team creating that prophetic flow. Once a month, we're going to have a prophetic style Sunday morning. We're going to have people, come on, and this is, this is all part of the team that we are raising up right now. We know that a number of you guys have already done uh, the prophetic training uh, about how to hear from God and how to minister uh, uh, to another person uh, of what the Lord's saying about them and saying to them. And we know that's always edifying, encouraging, and comforting. It's never down. It never brings uh, a darkness. It, it, never, it never criticizes anybody. That's not the Word of God. And so when, you, when we have people like that that we know that's, that, and, and trust, we can start to let them loose. And so we'll have you know, words of knowledge and we'll have prophetic flow. I believe this is all part of raising up a team, training up you. And, and so you can start to not just do it here, but then you take it outside the church. You go to your, your workplace. You go to your college. You go to wherever it is that God is just putting on you and saying, I just want you to say something to this person whatever it might be, however it might be. But I know that God is raising up that, and we're going to start to see that greater prophetic flow uh, and, and intimacy with the Lord as we come in. Listen, I tell you, I love, I love the, the worshipers because the worshipers can't take you anywhere that they haven't been. Come on. They can't take you. If they haven't been to the throne room of God, they're not going to be able to lead us there. So I tell you, there's going to be times you go in the throne room of God and it's like, whoa, your eyes are just going to be bugging out of your head but I don't want it just on a Sunday morning. I want you to have that experience at home. I want you to experience that so that we're not trying to just lead you into some place you haven't gone either, but you've already been there in your house. You've already been there in your car. Come on, you've already been there on the way to work and you can listen to God. You can worship and listen. You can be in a trainload of 100 people, but then when you close your eyes, you're alone with God in the throne room and the presence of Him is all over you. Come on. How do you do that? You've got to practice the presence sometimes. It just doesn't happen. And that's what we want to build. We want to build a people who are not trying to coax in. It's like, come on, come on, you're going to love it. Well, I don't know. It's all too new. It's like, I don't know. We're not going to get thrown out? No, no, come on. It's like, come on. We just want people to go, we're there. <laughs> we're already there. We're not looking for anybody. Where are you? It's like, oh, we're already here. You're already in the throne room. We're already worshiping. Hallelujah. Come on. Come on. You've got, you got to get excited about this year. We're getting more and more excited. Every day goes by, we're getting more excited about what God is about to do for forever. So we're going to start to see those Sunday mornings uh, with prophecy and moving in the Spirit. We want to see everyone moving in the Holy Spirit. His dunamis power all over you. Come on, you're going to be absolutely saturated in this, in the church, and when you go out, you're just going to be dripping, Holy Spirit, everywhere you go, It's just going to be sloshing, sh- 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 Holy Spirit, everywhere you go, you're going, be, you're going to be in the dunamis power of the Holy Ghost. Come on, and it's not a weird, kooky thing. You're just going to say, oh, listen, you're sick? Man, I know a God who can heal you. It's it's simple truth and it's just we're just going to do what the Bible says. We're not gonna debate it, we're not gonna think about it, we're just gonna do it. Amen. Amen. Holy Spirit, signs, wonders, and miracles. It says it will follow those who believe. If we got any believers in the house now, I tell you what, you're gonna be you're gonna be it's gonna chase you down. Signs, wonders, and miracles are following you instead of trying to bring them to church. Oh, get a miracle at church, oh quick, quick. Yeah. We're going to have a prophetic Sunday, come to church. No, you already prophesied over, you already healed them, you're already, you already moving in the Holy Spirit. They're already, come on, they're already you know, being baptized in the Holy... It, you've already done it all. Why? Because you are ministers, each one of you. Yeah. Listen, you don't have to have a badge, you don't have to have a title. Every one of us have been called to be ministers one to another. And that means who are saved or unsaved. Whew, got quiet there. Okay, we we'll be able to move on. Too much river. Some of you are drowning. <laughs> Hallelujah. Listen, the river's got to take you somewhere. Yes. We, we just don't come down. Well, this has just come down. Let's just play in the river. It's like, oh, this is nice. Oh. And it's like, oh, oh, we don't want to go out too far. We, we don't want to go out over our head. We're going to lose control of ourselves. We just go out just enough. Oh, that's just enough. Oh, uh, oh, this is nice and it's refreshing and you just go back. I tell you what, that river, you got to get in over your head. You got to get in over. It talks about that same river going in further, and then this, and, and, and uh, John, you know, but with the angel taking him further and further, went up to his ankles, and then up to his knees, and then up to his thighs, and, and he just kept on, kept on going because the angel said, "You want to keep going?" I said, "Yeah, I want to keep going." You know, there has to be a passion in the things of God. And he said, I'm going to follow you. It's like, this is crazy. This is weird. I've never been this far before. I've never been this way before. I've never been in water this deep before. But I'm going to keep following. (laughs) And it says that it was over his head. Some of us, we need to get into the river over our head so we lose control, that we're not in control anymore, but that river will take you somewhere. It's not just there to have a little play, a little muck around, and we feel good and we just get back out again and we're the same person that we were before. God's doing something. He's changing lives today. Come on. Hallelujah. All right. So let's have a look at the road. The road equals forever called. The road is how we get to where we need to be. We, and sometimes it's not a road. Sometimes it's a t- track. Sometimes as a pioneer, there's, there's not even anything there. You're making a way where there was no way. God can make a way where there was no way. He can bring streams in a desert where it was completely dry, but all of a sudden now, oh, there's a river. Yeah. <laughs> there's a river. The road will take you somewhere where we need to be. All the, the paths, the roads are unique in how the Lord has brought us to where we are today. If I ask every single one of you right now, how did you get here? It, it would be fascinating how God took us here and over here and how there was just a little bit of a seed here and, and then we followed that and we left something behind and then we just stepped out. Come on, it, it's fascinating. Our road, our journey, our paths. It's where we need to go and where God has got so many other pathways for us. And I tell you what, there is, there is one pathway where he it says it's actually a highway and it's a highway of holiness. And, and uh, listen, he says that not many people find that. It's a holiness place. It's a place where, where you've got to deal with all the stuff in your life. All the areas that, that the soul seems to try and, and collect, and it's like, our soul likes this, and we want to have comfort, and we want to do this, and we like, that sin, and we're, it, you know, it's just comforts us. I tell you what, we need the fire of God. That first song we sung to, today, thank you, worship team. Come on, there is a Purifier. And listen, we need to put ourselves on the altar of sacrifice because God wants to deal with our sins. He wants to deal with those areas. And if there is ever a year that we started off where God is dealing with stuff, it is this year. I knew that wouldn't have very much of a... Yeah, thank you, Lord, dealing with stuff in my life. Yeah. Oh, more! Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> it's funny because when you start to when you start to sing that, and then, and then it was I think it was day spring. It's like let's just let's just do it without without any music. And it's like it got really quiet there, where where it was like God send the fire, purify me, me, me. <laughs> Purify someone else. <laughs> they go really quiet. But listen, God knows what he's doing. He wants to purify us. He is the purifier. He knows what's inside of you. He knows the rubbish but I tell you what, He also knows the good. And it says that all the rubbish will come to the top. Why? So we can scoop it off and that can be in the past and it says, well done good and faithful servant. You did well. You went through the fire. Oh, You didn't tiptoe around about it. You didn't say, no God, I don't want the fire. You didn't just keep all that rubbish in you. You said, no God, I want you to deal with it. And I tell you what, when you go through the fire, it says that you won't even be burned. I tell when people go through the fire and ask God to deal with the sin in their life, you'll come out the other side and you'll think, why did I hold on to that for so long? I should have just gone through that fire and God, you just zap it off, okay? (laughs) Listen, the flesh hates it. Do not ask the flesh, should I go through this fire? It's a purifying fire. Should I go through this? Because again, the flesh is going to lie to you, is (laughs) it? The flesh is sort of you know the devil's mouthpiece is like no no look what happened last time we just escaped with our our life ask the spirit spirit goes yep when should we do it now really yeah come on (laughs) come on he is purifying us why because he wants a holy people. he wants a ch- Listen, you are a chosen generation. You're a royal priesthood. And listen, this is what God is calling each one of us to be. It's not just those who are set apart. It's not just those who, who maybe run the church. It's every single person. We're a team right now. God is coming back for the church. He's not coming back for pastors and leaders. He's coming back for his church. You are part of his church right now. He's coming back for us and there is, a, there is a highway, there is a pathway that God says it's my highway of holiness. He, Isaiah talks about it and I tell you what, this is, this is a pretty amazing road but I tell you God is calling each one of us to come to that place of right standing in God and have that, have that road uh, in our sight. Forever House has a goal. Uh, and, and are dedicated to teach present truth and to impart, train, and teach and equip every church member to function in their sphere of influence, which is the work of your ministry. You know, Look at that, Ephesians chapter 4, verses 11 to 16. Our job as fivefold ministers is to teach you, to train you, to equip you, to impart into you so that you can do the work that God has called you to do. Because I can't do your work. I can't go into your place and minister to people. That's where God has sent you. So now you've got to understand that you are stronger. You are bolder. You are more anointed. That God is for you, not just in church, but every place you go, God is with you. God is for you. Jesus goes, he says, I'll never leave you or forsake you. So he's with you all 24-7, every single moment, every day of your year, wherever you go, he is with you. So we, our job is to equip you. And this will enable you to fulfill your membership ministry of where you belong in the body of Christ. There are things, I believe, that each one of us, every one of us can move in the nine gifts of the Holy Spirit. Every single gifting that the Holy Spirit talks about there in uh, Corinthians, that, that we're able to move into them. It's only because we haven't been taught. It's only because, well, I tried that and didn't work out. Well, you just need to be taught a little bit more. Come on. Did you ever, the very first time you just got up off the floor and did you just start to walk or did you fall over? Some of you might have got up, I just (laughs) walked. But most of us, it's like we got up, we fell over. We got up, we fell over. Our parents didn't say, well, that's it. I've given you a chance. You're just going to crawl the rest of your life. They're not like that. God isn't like that. You might have failed once. You might have tried. You might have stepped out and didn't work. God is saying, hey, at least you had a go. Have another go. Have another go. Listen, God never sees all your failures. He sees the time you got back up to have another go. This, whoever sees them is the devil. The devil will tell you every time you, you failed, every time you tried to do something, every time you fell over, he say, listen, it's going to be just like that. It's going to be just like that. You're going to do the same mistake. You, can, you can't do this. That's why we need to hear what the Lord says about us, because you can do it, you will do it, and you'll start to be amazed at what you can do. That's why God's stretching us this year. You'll be amazed at what you can do. So this will bring you to that place of ministry. I believe the first, uh, for the past 25 years, you and I, we've been training. I, I, I spoke about that before. So we want to see everyone at Forever House uh, activated in your gifts and the callings. For you to make an impact in your family, your workplace, your community, and your city, we want to see a city reformation uh, come from the church reformation. You know, once we understand who we are, once we understand what giftings I have, what we understand now, I'm 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 better uh, at, at praying than I am at interceding, or I, I, I'm I I really I really want to have such a, a gift of healing. And all, see, there'll be certain things that I believe are like signature gifts. Some things that you just you just do. Because that's just on you, in you already. But there's other areas. And this is what Paul said. Paul said, I wish that you would have the best gifts. And I thought, what's the best gifts? The best gifts, the spiritual gifts, the best gifts are the ones that you need at the time you need them. Simple. So... This is why we need to understand. Yes, maybe I'm good at this and this is easy for me, but that's really hard. That's really difficult. Well, God says, I want you to step out even in the difficult things because I want you to be a. I want anyone who comes to you that you're able to, to have what they need. Come on. If they need healing, oh, I really didn't get that. I, I, I suck at healing. You know. I tried it and it's just, people keep dying. You don't want me to pray for you. <laughs> but you know what? There comes a time where things start to turn. And people that, you, that you're praying for start getting healed. Come on. And the people that you think are going to die, live. So, so don't just say, well, I, I, I haven't got that. Just say, okay, I haven't been using that as much as normal. I need to maybe stir that up. I maybe need to step that out. And i tell you what, we'll give you plenty of opportunities. Just as God is stretching us, we're going to stretch you, for sure, because, I mean, we're not doing it all ourselves. We're going to raise up a whole team. So Forever Church the pastors will continue to preach, and we got, as we said before, we're going to raise up some preaching teams. We've got some incredible uh, preachers in the house here, men and women. Uh, we're gonna, they're going to preach the gospel of Christ, which has always had vast uh, implications. So listen, when you, when you start speaking the truth, when you start speaking what the Bible says, I tell you what, there's, there's people that are not going to like what you're saying. They are not going to like what, hearing what, what you say. Because I tell you, there's things at the moment right now. this antichrist spirit that's trying to hold us back with the human sexuality and even the even the sanctity of human life and the definition of marriage and family. I tell you what, and, and people, and and this is what the whole thing is. That we're even getting some churches are saying, well, we think that we uh, we should just go this way. Well, I know what the Bible says, but you know that was written a long time ago, and, and uh, we're a different community. We're a different people now. Listen, if we haven't got the Bible, we got nothing if we haven't got the word of God if we haven't got the rock we have got no foundation whatsoever we come back to the rock okay we need to be careful on how we say some things but we're not going to water it down all right there's some things I mean some people have said some things and it's like okay they've gotten a lot of trouble well maybe some wisdom you could have said it this way (laughs) No, not mentioning anybody. Anyway, so forever church will remain faithful in preaching the gospel in spite of the possible backlash that they may receive from outside the church and inside the church. <laughs> it will be the Word of God. And if you've got an exception to that, then you need to see God. Don't see us. <laughs> We're believing for a greater presence and power of God than ever before. Listen, I, I want us to uh, to grab a hold of this vision for this year, because when we're all on the same page, I tell you, it's much easier. When we all are believing for the same things, it's much easier. That that you know, there's there's a the the Bible principle. One can put a thousand to flight, but when two get together, it's ten thousand. Well, ha, ha, what if we've got you know. 50, 60, 70 people or 100 people, how many are we going to put to flight? What is going to be the the, the consequences of that? I tell you what it is, the enemy is going to get pushed back. The enemy is going to not know what is going to hit him because all of a sudden we're all on the same page, going the same direction, believing for the same things. We want to see our children at Forever uh, uh, Church House, taught and trained in all the truth and activated in the Holy Spirit. Come on. We did that when we were children's church leaders, twenty-something years, thirty-something years ago. We we would give opportunity for the children. It's like, okay, so so we're gonna have some quiet time now, and then we're gonna ask, what what is the Lord saying? And I tell you, there's some amazing things. And it's like, whew, I believe, I believe that you did, you just saw Jesus. <laughs> Come on, and sometimes we can just say, oh, that's right, yeah, little Johnny, yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> and, and we just sort of, here's your coloring book, book and there's your pencils again, just yeah. Yeah, yeah, come on we're not going to babysit your kids we're going to raise up a strong generation we started our ministry in children's church and i tell you what it's so passionate we're passionate for children's church we're passionate for the for children we love them i i didn't in the beginning but i i learned how to love them i i said god send somebody else and no one else wanted to go so I said, okay, I'll just relieve Julie for just for a couple of weeks and, uh, and then I'll go back to the big church, you know, where I wanted to sit and do nothing. And uh, Julie will come back after having the baby uh, and she'll help out in the children's church. I said, I'll give you a couple of weeks. Well, yeah, some of you know the story. But seven years later, <laughs> God, lo- God has a, I reckon he just wants to laugh every now and then. And he just says, Greg, <laughs> I'm going to get you out of the big church. I'm going to put you with kids, not in those little kids. They're going to wipe their nose all over of you. And, and they're going to tell you you suck. And, gonna just, and it's like, they're going to tell you, yeah, no, that was wrong. That was the wrong scripture. And that was the wrong person. <laughs> he, just, he just wants to have a laugh. At your expense. <laughs> so for my two little weeks, all of a sudden, seven, months, seven years. And then all of a sudden, it's like, God guy says, now I'm going to call you out. I like, I don't want to go. I love children's church. I love getting dressed up. I love acting a fool. I love it. It's like, yeah, okay, that's enough now. Now I'm going to call you into, into prophetic ministry. <clears throat> you have to be serious, don't you? You have to prophesy. Yeah, I'll give you some on-the-job training. Come on. On the, sometimes he'll prepare you before he sends you out, and other times he will send you out, then prepare you. Yeah. You just gotta be ready in season and out of season. <laughs> sometimes God's really sneaky. He'll get you to accept 12 months senior pastoring. No, anyway. <laughs> but we love it. Listen. When they first, when, when Brad and Sarah first asked us, it's like, well, telling us what they felt to do and, and then they just said, well, what do you feel? And, and we, Julie and I looked at each other and it's like, we don't feel anything. <laughs> you don't feel anything, Brad said. I said, we don't feel anything. <laughs> anything. That was that night. The next morning I went for a job. And as I'm jogging there, and you know, you know that's, that's, my, that's my prayer closet. I'm out there, and the, Lord's <laughs> the Lord started to just drop this little thought into me. What about if you just take it for 12 months? What if you just take it for 12 months? 12 months, I'll go fast. You know? look, at, look at 2019, it's gone. It's like, yeah, that, worked, that went really quick. So I was like, I better, I better toss this to Julie to see what, you know, it's, it's, it's like throwing this over to Holy Spirit to see what she says. And I come back from a jog and I said, this thought just came to me. What if we do the church? What if we take over the church for 12 months? <laughs> oh, no, yeah, no, 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 I don't think so. I think that's from God. Well, I just said it was just a thought. By the time I'd gone up to have a shower and come back down again, Julie had already worked out. It's like we're taking over the church. This is what's going to happen. and, and it's like, <laughs> And I'm saying, so the thought was from God? She's going, yeah, I think it is. And ever since that, we have got more excited and more excited about taking over the church for the 12 months. Probably not as as excited as we will be at the end of the 12 months when we hand over the church back. That will be an amazing, great day. No, sorry. (laughs) Uh, No, 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 it can't be a children's church thing. No, no. Step in for... two weeks and it's seven years to step in for a year how i don't i don't like that math <laughs> at all that's bad that's bad okay but if years. thank you very much stephen 26 years <sighs> i've just about paid off my uh, my home loan by then <laughs> i'll be old anyway this journey we want to see the, 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 the children growing up with strength and faith. We want to see the youth strong and bold in the Lord, not succumbing to the world and its desires, especially its addictions and substance abuse, but actually ministering to people, young guys with that, young people with that, and seeing them set free and bringing them into the kingdom of God and come bringing them up onto this highway of holiness. We'll see Forever Church growing and producing incredibly committed Christians who love God, love people, and love life. We're also upping the ante and upping the the prayer and the intercession over the church, over you guys especially as well because you are the church. So so we're we're upping that. And I believe that we're going to have sometime this year, we're going to have a 24-hour prayer meeting that we come into the house and we stay here for 24 hours. We lock the door and no one goes home. No, no. Sorry, no. <laughs> Got carried away. <laughs> You're allowed to leave <laughs> uh, after 23 hours. So, but But just to have a place. And I just, again, I feel like, God is up in the ante of prayer and intercession for where we are going, for what we are doing, for the ground we are going to continue to take, for what is going to be released back to us. We have to be a fanatical people. We have to be a people that will get in and, we'll, and we do what we say, that we are prayer warriors that will come in and that we love one another. We'll pray for one another. We'll pray for the church. We'll pray for the vision. We'll pray for whatever it needs to happen. And there will be time. And listen, there may be more times, just depending on uh, on how many people would like it. Sometimes it's like, let's have another 24 hours. It's like, sure, okay. But it will be a place where you can come in any time for that 24 hours, and there will be somebody here praying. Julie will be here at least, I know that. (laughs) No, it looks like I will be too, so... (laughs) It's enough of you, Steve. <clears throat> Where are the deacons when you need them? Just to usher him out. So, 24 hours. But prayer and intercession. Again, one of the, the words that the Lord gave to me about this year was Rephidim uh, which, Zophim, which means a double hided watchman which means a really tall person. No, <laughs> but, it, but it just means to go to a higher level. It means to go to another level of what we are doing in our prayer life and in our intercession life. It's got to go to another level. Listen, if we want to achieve what God's got for us to achieve, we're going to have to be prayers. We're going to have to be interceders. We're going to have to start pushing time away and say, listen, I, I, sometimes we're too busy to pray. And God says, well, well that means you're too busy you got to get in, and your prayer life is going to have to increase. Your prayer life is going to, it's, it's what I see is like, it, your prayer life is like the cement uh, that goes around the bricks. If you, you can just put bricks on top of each other, looks great, Woo! but don't lean on it. Come on. And so it's got to be, connected there has to be some strength and it's the, and it's the prayer it's the intercession that as we are building uh, what god has called us to build here in the church as we're building it's going to be built strong it's going to be built to last you guys are not just going to be here one day and gone the next come on there's going to be strength there's going to be stickability you guys are so committed i know but we're going to also bring in other committed people as well right. amen because like like people attract Okay. Let's let's pray. Can we stand right now? I just I want us all to to pray together. We are a team. We are going the same direction. We are moving in that same place. Lord, we thank you today, Lord, that no one is going to be left behind. Father, there will be no stragglers. Oh God, Lord, that they would be uh, just a quickness upon their step as well. That they too, Lord, from the from the top to the bottom, from from those ones who 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 may have seem like they've got it all to those ones who are just coming in. And Lord, there's going to be a quickness already that's going to be upon them. And Lord, that there is going to be a unity, and there's going to be such a strength uh, that will be around about this church, oh God, Lord. That we are one, Lord. We will lock shields together. We'll lock arms together. We'll fight arm, uh, uh, we'll fight shoulder to shoulder. We'll forcefully advance the kingdom of God. We'll push back the enemy. And Lord, that where there will be such a unity, where there is unity, there is a commanding of a blessing. So God, today we thank you for. 2020, 2020, you're going to give us that vision. Lord, you've given us right now what it is, and we're going to start to look at it. We're going to start to say, yeah, how can I get on this? How can I get on board? What do I need to do? I want to be part of a team. I I want to know what my part is in this whole plan right now. Father, I thank you that every single one of us, we all have a job to do. And, Lord, that you're raising up the teams right now. And, Father, I thank you today. Lord, I pray right now that, Lord, that we need to have your vision now. We need to have the vision of the church, O God, today. Because, Lord, our vision will come out of the church's vision. As we are faithful with the little, Lord, you can give us more. If we are faithful in another man's vision, Lord, you can give us more of our own. So, God, today, we thank you that we will be a Bible-preaching, a Bible-believing people, full of faith, full of Holy Ghost, and forcefully advancing your church, Oh God. Together, we will see the victory of God over this church. Father, we give you all the praise, all the honor, and all of the glory. In Jesus' name. And everyone said? Come on, do, do louder. Come on, louder. Amen. Woo! Come on.